We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the morning grind. Dean here. That's uh, Dean filling in once again for Stevie. Of course, Stevie is knocking out his NASCAR content. If you guys want to hit Stevie up and uh, learn about what's going down in the uh, going down in the NASCAR streets, you know where to do so on RotorGrinders.com. Uh, today we are going to continue our series. Well, we've been doing DFS personalities. Today we're going to welcome once again somebody new to the RotorGrinders family, a new content provider. Uh, it's Tim Buell. You know him as Tasteful Tides on. Uh, the DFS circuits. And who is Tim Buell? Well, check out his Rotogrinders page. You check out his overall ranking. He's currently 97th out of uh, 48,000 people. I rounded up 47,000 and change. Currently 106 in the player of the year, uh, player of the year rankings. He, he battles with the big boys as far as uh, being a super heavyweight current, currently 61st out of 1300 people and change 108th in NFL NHL. your 22nd. That is the resume. What's going on, Tim? Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Dean. How are you? I'm doing well, you know, same old, same old, you know, all the best as could, could be expected here on a, we're recording this on a Monday afternoon. This will be going up, of course, later on in the week. And I was talking to your pre-show really, really quickly. And I'm looking at the, your Roto-Runners page and checking out what the, your recent activity. Uh, it looks like, let's say June 11th, a 555 buy-in. You took down a PGA contest first out of 2,000 people. Uh, is that three different contests or is this on there three different times? What's going on here? Did you take down three different contests? No, I didn't take down any contests. Oh, what am I looking not, at then? Is not, this wrong? Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I, I, I made three teams and I cashed two of them. Okay. But, no, I didn't take anything down. All right. We're going to have to get an official ruling on this. But uh... <laughs> I wish I did. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? The great thing about DFS, Daily Fantasy Sports, no matter how bad you do, the next day, you, you know, it's a clean slate. I guess golf, it's four rounds, I suppose. But you know what I'm talking about. That's uh, DFS so fun. Yes, so fun and so great, and also torturous as well too, because sometimes you can get so close to taking things down. And of course, uh, I was thinking to pick at some of your biggest scores, and we'll talk about that as well too. Uh, and you, you mess with you mess with the, the big boys here. I'm seeing the big buy-ins: five thousand, one thousand, five fifty-five. Is yeah. that? Uh, I mean, 
that that's what it looks like. I'm looking at like 2018, 2019, 2020. Did you fully dive into DFS when you discovered DFS and just kind of like go all in, or did you start with a slow bankroll? How did that work for you? Uh, I started off quite small in 2016, 2017. Uh, just took it, did not take it very seriously at all, kind of just for fun. And then I just kind of had some success and then uh, started doing it full time in 2018. You're always a sports fan, I presume? Oh, absolutely. And in high school, did you have like a season long league amongst your friends? Yes, I did. I played season-long uh, football and baseball, and I was not very good season-long. Why not? Just the variance got you, or you didn't pay attention to it? or yeah, you still I, I, things I, out? I just didn't like doing the research. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, and uh, hockey, I mean, I, I, what I see, I, I was pulling up your Twitter account, and the tweets you have, a good portion of them are hockey-related, and I'm also aware, I believe you're currently in Maine, is that correct? Yes. Yep. Maine is a hotbed for hockey. Does that sound correct? It, yeah, it is. It's it's. Uh, it used to be a lot bigger. Uh, you know, uh, Paul Korea days. So, uh, but it's still it's still big for hockey. Yep. Paul Korea, Anaheim Mighty Ducks. Is that the? Yeah. Yep. My my hockey's a little shaky. For, for yep. uh, forgive me. Uh, is there not? Is, were you not in season long hockey leagues? I was not. No, I never played season long hockey. Is that not a thing? I would think that'd be a thing. Maybe just in it, Canada? It, it, it is a thing. I guess I just never got into it. All right. Fair enough. Uh, take me through 2016, 2017 when you discovered DFS and you said you kind of just sort of dabbled uh, just a little bit to some degree and like, I guess I was, get your toes wet. Yeah, I was uh, I was playing poker full time and a couple of buddies of mine just kept telling me to, you know, start playing drafting, start playing draftings, you know, while I was at the table playing poker. And I kept being like, no, this just seems so... Uh, you know, not, not me, not fun, not, not something I was into. And, uh, then I started, I, you know, started an account and, you know, deposited something like $50 here and there, played some double ups, uh, some, you know, some of the $10 tournaments. And all of a sudden I, uh, started really liking it. Did you have some uh, earlier success or you get shellacked right away? I got shellacked right away. No, no, (laughs) no early success. And then there was one night where I, I think I got, fourth or fifth in the big ten dollar NBA tournament uh, for about for about ten thousand uh, and I was on my way after that yeah you're, you're pocket committed you're hooked all of a sudden 10, yeah. 10k and uh, yep. here we go now you got a bankroll to play with as well too exactly yeah and before this you you said you're playing a put you're a poker player yep. um, was that online how does that work you're doing it online or you're doing like in person where, where were you located? Uh, both both uh, probably about a 50 50 split yeah. Are we back at the poker tables right now? Or is that something we're staying away from? Uh, I'm just doing online. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen some of the pictures of uh, the poker rooms have since opened up and I don't know, man. They're a little different now, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I want to, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm probably not going to go and play poker. It's fun. I enjoy poker, but I'm with yeah, you. But I, I'm, I'm going to stick with online for now. <laughs> just, there you go. <laughs> that seems to be uh, highly advisable. Uh, and before, before DFS, now you're a full-time DFS player, correct? Yes. Uh, you, you had a, a business of some sort? I was just in the restaurant business for a couple of years. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's, yeah. Where, that's where I got my screen name from. Yeah. Your screen name. Let's make sure we get this correct because we're talking yeah, about a pre-show. Dean, Dean, get this right. <laughs> Somebody may have butchered a pre-show. I'm not going to throw anyone <laughs> under the bus necessarily. <laughs> I don't know how you can misinterpret or what else what else would it be but tasteful tides. That's right. <laughs> what is what is the origin of tasteful tides? 
I, I'm not even sure. It's just something that uh, my business partner and I came up with, but you know, seven or eight years ago, and that's just what I what stuck. And when I was making my uh, DK account, what were you selling? What, what is Tasteful Times? Uh, what, what can I order there? Oh, we had a bomb steak and cheese. Yeah, we had a bomb meatball sub. <laughs> Did you have a chef, or is this your own personal concoctions? No, uh, we had a chef. Okay. Yeah. What's the standard steak and cheese? What cheese do you put on steak and cheese? I I do cheddar. Oh man, I don't I don't know what everybody else does. I don't, <laughs> not, I, don't I don't worry about what everybody else does. <laughs> We're not steak and cheese compatible, unfortunately. Right. Well, what We're do you do? I just I don't like cheddar. I'm not a fan. Of, I'm not, I'm out on cheddar. It's a deal breaker for me. Wow. Mozzarella, like give, give me mozzarella. You know, probably that works as well. Cheese. Say it again. On a steak and cheese. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, to be fair, steak and cheese is not my wheelhouse anyway, but just I'm out in cheddar. It's a deal breaker. Hmm. I'm very difficult. I'm very picky. This isn't about me. <laughs> just... <laughs> Dude, how did you enjoy working in the restaurant industry? I, I have experience doing it as well, not from an owner's, owner perspective, but just kind of working in there. And I liked uh, it, but, I mean, it was, it was you know, talk about a grind. Uh-huh. You know, it's, it's, it's tough. Very difficult. The hours, I imagine, are pretty crazy from an owner perspective. Yes, very hard, very difficult. Yeah, you get you get you get burnt out eventually. You find DFS. That's good times for sure. And well, why now? Why are you uh, all of a sudden open to doing content? Of course, uh, you're going to be doing content here for RG. Why? Why now? Are you willing to do it or wanting to do it? And do you know what you're going to be specializing in once sports I, come back? I'm not sure what sports I'm going to be doing or what I'm going to be specializing in for Rotor Grinders. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited to be part of the team. Uh, I, I'm hoping to learn a lot and share a lot with the community. Uh, your favorite sports or your, like your best sports with DFS perspective, you had to rank them? Uh, MLB, NHL, NBA, NFL. Yeah, I'm kind of running down and I'm seeing, hopefully I got this correct. I didn't butcher this either, but it looks like you won the, uh, the mega eights, the hundred K to first place on DK, uh, Three times. I think I've won three? that. I think I've won that four or five times. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Uh, talk me to the first time you won the hundred k six figures. Yeah. Um, not sure which which one was the first one though. The nice humble brag, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's like the, the first time you won like a monster hit? Like, are you somebody that stares at your currently winning for every five minutes, every 10 minutes, every 20 minutes? Can you sort of like watch a movie and turn it off and check back in two hours? No, I, I like to sweat the games. Definitely. Uh, definitely like to sweat, you know, hockey or NBA. Those are the most fun to sweat. Baseball can be kind of tough because you might have a stack of, you know, four, five, six, but seven, eight, nine's up. Mm-hmm. So you have no, no, no action in that particular moment uh but i did i won 100k uh the night that uh mike fires threw a no hitter his last no hitter that oh won, wow that, that won me the 100k the 888 that night that was a lot of fun mike uh, fires yeah, yeah he, wow. he was he was like two percent owned and he threw the no hitter and it, it got he got me to the top you said another he threw two two no hitters right mike fires i think so it was his, it was his last one his, yeah his last no hitter. Yeah, the worst pitcher ever to throw two no hitters. Can we say that safely? I would definitely agree with that. <laughs> yeah, uh, he always he gives up a ton of fly balls, and the fly balls must have been working in his favor. Like they're dying on the warning track. They were. <laughs> yeah. Um, any? Did you buy a Mike Fires jersey? Any extravagant purchases? I should. Uh, no, no, no purchases. 
So. Not, did you like go to the, hit up the red box or anything? Or there's nothing. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I don't believe so. <laughs> All right, so you win 100k and you're just back at it the next day. You're grinding away, and yeah. uh, and I, I assume when you're you're, you're hitting winning 100k, I, I don't want to assume this, but are you making 150? How many lineups you generally make when it comes to that kind of contest? So in like the 888, which is, I think is usually between like a 13 and 16 max. I'll either max it somewhere between like five lineups to say to say the full max. Uh, generally, on a day to day basis, I'm making anywhere between like one to three lineups, unless there's a special contest like that going on. Yeah. So your specialty is the single entry and the yeah. three entry max. So that that's kind of your wheelhouse. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm not a big 150 lineups guy. And your general strategy, I know obviously everything is day-to-day and depending upon the slate and all that, but are you generally somebody, and maybe it's sport-dependent too, somebody that's sort of chalky, like you talk about basketball, you know, the chalk is better in basketball as opposed to baseball, and you can fit anybody in baseball no matter who it is, no matter who they're facing, like just weird things happen in baseball, lots of variants. Uh, What is your general strategy as far as how you attack slates and build lineups? If I'm making a single-entry team, I try to just build the most optimal team. I don't care – so much about ownership i just want the best players uh you know best point per dollar type player Uh, you know i'm not opposed to just you know doing the ultimate lineup uh as i start growing the amount of teams that i make i'll make a lot of 1v1s 2v2s that kind of deal to lower owned you know leverage type plays if you're making 150 lineups in baseball it's a full slate there's 15 games in the slate Mm-hmm. Uh, how concise, how compacted is your player pool? Like we, we sometimes say, I'm just going to stack these three teams as many times as possible. This one team, or do you want to get a taste of everything? As I, much think, as you can? I think if I was going to make 150 lineups and say the $10 tournament, I would try to make them as concise as possible. I would try to, you know, just try to hit the nuts, you know, with mm-hmm. like 120 stacks of the Rockies, you know, in cores, you know, if I think that it, it, if the over under is you know say twelve and a half, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to really, you know have you know, a hundred stacks of that game. Yeah, uh, and then just hopefully you get the right combination of plus ones or plus twos and things like that. Exactly. Yeah, uh, and you're talking about your one your one lineup you're from an optimal perspective. Sometimes the optimal is not a stack. Are you okay with that? Depends on what contest I'm in. I think I think what contest you play on is equally as important as what players you choose to put in your lineup. So if I'm playing a 20 person tournament, it's going to be different than if I'm going to play in a tournament that's got 70,000 people in it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the reward for going off the reservation and picking a goofy stack for in a 20 person contest is much, much lower uh, right. as opposed to doing it in a 70,000 person contest. Right. So, I mean, it really depends on what I'm playing for a contest. Uh, how about for basketball or football or hockey? How does that change things? For basketball, I, I'm like you said, I'm way more chalky in basketball. Um, you know, I, I've, I've played some cash games of basketball, and you know, just played the optimal lineup. And a lot of times, I'm sharing that team with fifty, hundred people. Uh, but if it doubles my money, that's okay. So. Yeah, people are like, that's the secret chat. There's people secretly talking about it. And it's No, it's not a secret chat. It's just like the optimizer. And, exactly. I, I can tell you there's no secret chat. Well, if there is one, we're not invited. Nobody invited yeah, me. Yeah, I'm definitely not invited. And somehow I have very similar lineups to them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, that, 
and that's that's kind of what I did in basketball as well too. Like it's a sort of similar concept of like you make that quote unquote optimal lineup, and then you pivot like a two v two to somebody mm-hmm. that's going to be like you know distinctly less owned who has a, an ownership uh, not an ownership projection like a fantasy point projection of like maybe one point less, which is in the grand scheme not that much. Uh, and then just kind of run it out there in tournaments and hopefully you get lucky that that way. That's that's sort of a, a how, how about hockey? I'm not the very hockey. I guess you sort of have to stack in hockey, I suppose. Yeah, definitely have to stack in hockey if you're playing GPPs. Not so much in cash. Uh, I, hockey is one of my favorite sports to play DFS with, watch all the above. In uh, Maine, who's your favorite team? How does that work out? I mean, I I don't know if I I do love the Bruins. Uh, it's strange to say also the Rangers just because I love what they're doing with their team right now. Um, so they're going to be good for, I think a couple of years. Are they young right now? I don't know. They're, they're young. They're extremely talented. They have two really great goaltenders. Um, I'm pretty excited to see them. You have a, a winner for the cup. What do they, what do we have? 22, 24 teams for Stanley cup right now. Is that what's going to happen as far as the playoffs? I, I believe there's 22 teams. 22. I was right. The first one in my head. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd say the Rangers are my, are my, are my crazy pet. Uh, and then if you want like a favorite, probably the Bruins, I'd go with the Bruins. I just pulled it up in the DK Sportsbook. Currently, the Lightning and the Bruins are tied as co-favorites. They're plus six fifty. Yeah, that uh, makes- and we got the Rangers at forty-three to one. That's live. I, I mean, I think that'd be fun to sweat that. There, you know. Hey, they've ad- they've added more experience over the, the, the making the season long. They've gotten older. They've right, more seasons. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I would definitely go with the Bruins with, with your safer pick and then your Rangers if you want to be, uh, you know, crazy. Yeah, and I assume we're going to have DFS for the playoffs, I would imagine. that's a. Oh, yeah, I would assume so. Yeah, I'm not a big, like, hockey-savvy guy. I think it's a great sport. It's I would say the, 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 the upgrade of, like, being at home and watching hockey is the most significant jump to being at the game. Like, at the game experience for mm-hmm. hockey, for me, mm-hmm. I think it's the biggest jump amongst all the sports. Would you agree with that? Ah, yes, I would agree with that. I think hockey is definitely the most exciting sport to watch live. Yeah. It's yeah. The sounds of the game are pretty cool. So it's, yeah. kinda, it's good yeah. times for sure. Yeah. Uh, do, do you have a most exciting, like, at the game, uh, you know, I'm at the game and I'm watching at moment? Not, it doesn't have to be hockey, any sport. Mm. At the game, I think it was 1998, I watched Mo Vaughn hit a walk-off home run against the A's at Fenway. Mo Vaughn, the hit dog, man. Yeah. Oh. Man, he's uh, he was a lot of fun. He's one of those guys that kind of gets lost in history. Like he, he forget he happened. He does, yeah. And he, he uh, went to Anaheim, got paid a ton of money, and I, I don't know, was it injuries or he just stunk all of a sudden? I can't remember I what think, happened to I him. I think he was. That was just toward the, the end of his career. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was. He was like Ortiz. He left-handed, right? I think he was left-handed. Yes. Yes. Hmm. And you're a Red Sox fan as well. Uh, I am, but I don't really have a favorite team just because of uh, you know it's tough to have a. Favorite team when you when you grind DFS every day. Yeah. Well, who was your favorite team like five years ago? <laughs> uh, probably probably the Red Sox. Yeah. And Yankees are we indifferent or we don't like the Yankees? We don't like the Yankees. <laughs> yeah. Supposedly that what's what's the big story now? The Yankees are going to get the, the the commissioner hit some story about them like yes, team, um, like some, the Astros. Uh, uh, it- yeah, judge unsealed some document about the Yankees sign stealing now. So. Is this going to be a thing or is this nothing? What do we think? 
with the Yankees, with the Yankees or with everybody? <laughs> Just like the, I mean, is it going to be actually like something significant or you know? Um, I I really have no idea. I haven't looked mm-hmm. too much into the story. Yeah, I, I haven't fully dug into it, but uh, I guess we kind of just want baseball back too before anything, I suppose. Yeah, you know, which is a whole other story. And we're recording this, uh, you know, on a Monday afternoon, and we're still at a standstill as far as baseball, and who knows what's going to happen there. Hopefully, it gets worked out at some point, but uh, no promises. What do you, did you have a lean there? Are you following that or not so much? It's more tilting than anything to follow it. It is very tilting. I, I do think that they're going to work something out somewhere between 50 and 72 games. Yeah. Well, I guess, yeah, I, I think it's going to be more likely to be 72 than 50, but we shall see. Stay tuned on that one, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, what do you tell people you do? Somebody's like, hey, what do you do for a living? What's your answer? Because now you're a full-time DFS player. and that's a I, tricky- tell, I tell them that I'm a full-time DFS player. And they'll ask me, what's DFS? And I'll say, Daily Fantasy Sports. And I'll say, have you ever heard of DraftKings? And they'll say, oh, yeah, I have. <clears throat> well, there you go. That's yeah. <laughs> straight to the points. I, I guess I make it more difficult than it actually is, I suppose. It, 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 can, it can be a little bit awkward. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a little, yeah. I hear you. Yeah, I, I guess I should just say that. Just Yeah, just play DFS. And that's just it. Rip, just rip the Band-Aid off, Dean. Yeah, well, if they don't want to talk about it, they'll just kind of nod and smile. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> like, just for, you know, you just pretend like, you know, they're talking about if you don't want to dig into it. It's like, oh, okay, sure. That's good enough for me. Why not? Um, you grew up with, I'm told, uh, you're friends with the uh, the Podfather Fantasy Mansion. Can you confirm? I am, yes. I did, I did not grow up with him. But okay. I have been friends with him for about 15 years. Is so. he in the same general area? I don't know. Uh, no, but we had, we had some mutual friends that were, that lived in my area. So, yeah. Can you give us some dirt on the Podfather? Anything, uh, any nuggets? I don't know if I have any dirt, uh, other than, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's a really good season long player, Football. Okay. he's really good. He's, he's who I used to play season long with. Well, that's uh, why you kept losing. He was beating you. Yeah. He's very good. Matt's a really, really sharp guy. This is the most important question, though, when it comes to the Podfather. Uh, have you ever gone to brunch with him? I hear he likes brunch. He does love brunch. I have <laughs> never been to brunch with, with Matt. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like that would be a very intimidating experience. <laughs> you got to keep up with him in the mimosas. I don't, I don't, know, what, I don't know what his brunch, uh, you know. I, uh, I did go to his wedding, though. Oh, okay. Yes. That was, was it at brunch time? What's that? What time was the wedding? You remember? Uh, the wedding was right around brunch time, but the reception was past brunch. Yeah, there you go. And, uh, you know, I'm sure, if, if you probably don't remember a heck of a lot if it's the, the, like the weddings I go to. That's right. That's right. It was a good time. <laughs> yes. Um, give, give me, we talk about jobs. Give me your worst job. Do you have like a terrible job you ever had? Like a terrible job experience? Anything you can think of? Just an awful job? No. I used to I used to cut uh, fresh cut seafood at a grocery store, and that was pretty disgusting. You were like in high school or something, or yeah, yeah. How do you fall? I, well, Maine. There you go. That, that's how. I was, how did like, seafood's big in Maine? That's my understanding. Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> and were you good at that? Did you seek that out, or you just I, kind of, I'm, pretty, your I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I was terrible at it. <laughs> All right. Well. You moved on to other things, I suppose. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, like, I, I like to dig into people's Twitter, like, uh, you know, the, the tweets they have and things like that. And uh, I found your Twitter account, 
it's a I, I just, you're more there for information and you're not there you're not interacting so much you're, ask, you're asking a lot about hockey I, I see that's what your interactions are and if I have this correct by the way I have your Twitter page up I think your very first tweet you ever made uh, is 2018 unless you have like a, a burner account or something like this tell me I'm wrong I think your first tweet you ever constructed was to Stevie the host of this podcast not me I'm not Stevie I'm filling in for him but you ask him, you're asking about like Montrez Harrell in 2018 how about that yeah, I, I've been listening to Stevie, I think, since 2016 with uh, he and the uh, the Siege. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I apologize on that, Stevie. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> I'll no, do. No, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I remember that because I remember listening to his podcast, and, and normally I would agree with Stevie on that take. <laughs> it, it didn't make any sense to me. <laughs> you <laughs> can throw him under the bus retroactively like three years yeah. ago. <laughs> Sure, why not? It turns out I was correct that evening. I remember that evening. Scoreboard. Yeah. He's going to say small sample size. Uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are you a BVP guy? Speaking of Stevie, I think he's a BVP guy. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. All right. Are you, this is more things to take umbrage with, Stevie. Uh, are you, are you uh, an advanced stack guy? The analytics? You like the, uh, the launch I'm, angles and things I'm of that more, sort? I'm more, I'm more into that than I am into BVP. Yeah. You're more uh, – Pro, you're pro bat, I guess. Their yes, party is the bat. I, I, I love the bat. Okay, yeah, I wasn't trying to get that out of you. I have no idea. That's great. <laughs> yeah, Cardia. I, 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 of course, it's it's one of my tools in the toolbox for sure. I always check it out and uh, see, see what's up on there. And I know baseball. You know, the concept of optimal lineups in baseball is kind of a goofy concept, just because the absolute worst player in the sport can have, you know, theoretically the best performance on the entire slate that doesn't happen in any of your sports my knowledge but uh you know it's still worth checking out and seeing what he has and it's nothing else I like the pitching projections in the back but uh, there you go shout out to cardi hopefully we'll be uh checking that out and looking at it soon enough uh what, what else do you dig into as far as making your baseball lineups? i presume we're talking about the idea of um stacking um stacking ballpark weather uh those are all huge elements uh you know, and, uh, you know, I don't use social media a lot to, you know, talk mm-hmm. and communicate. But, I mean, following up on the news in any sport is just so huge. You know, uh, even even the stuff that isn't, you know, stat uh, equivalent, just, uh, just, just news in general is just so big. You're following guys on their Instagram and, like, seeing, like, who's partying at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning the day before a game, that kind of thing? I don't follow anybody on Instagram. I don't have Instagram. But, <laughs> Me either. Yeah. I've heard of that. That's, like, next-level scouting, like, to see, yeah. like, you yeah. know, who's, uh, who's out partying the night before. Uh, and I guess maybe you get a nugget here and there, but, like, yeah, who knows? I have no idea. Like, maybe I should get an Instagram just for that reason. I have no idea. But, um yeah, although you mentioned weather. Do you happen to have a favorite person to follow from a weather perspective when it comes to sports? What are you trying to get me to say, Dean? <laughs> Just asking a question. <laughs> I do. I do. I do love Kevin Roth on crunch time every night on Rotor Rangers. This was not orchestrated or worked out or I didn't coerce anything. I was just it, was, it, was, it wasn't? It was not. There was no – this is not a routine. This is not the second time we're doing this for sure. <laughs> so you don't have any favorite teams anymore. You're kind of like me. Like most of my favorite teams just no longer a thing because it's I'm loyal to my DFS team for that day and that day only, and that's kind of sort of where we're at more or less. That's right. Yep. All right. Fair enough. Uh, you know, we're not going to hold you to anything else. A favorite athlete besides Mo Vaughn? <laughs> uh, 
I love Nomar. Uh, that definitely was a big Nomar fan. Uh, I know this is going to sound kind of weird, but I, I loved uh, Drew Bledsoe. Okay. You know, even That's though crazy. Yeah. Why would that be weird? I don't know. Just because Tom Brady's so much better. Well, yeah. Yeah. Your favorite athlete to be the dude that like knocked out Bledsoe. Who was was it like an Oakland Raider or something like that that it, hurt it Bledsoe? Was. was it? I can't remember who it was. No. I think it was a Raider. I could be wrong. Uh, but yeah, that obviously, you know, that one hit sort of changed history for sure. Who knows how things would have played out, but, um, yeah, but what's, it was fine before it just wasn't what Brady was, you know, I don't, um, do you have a favorite TV show? You watch anything these days? Do you have extra time on your hands as far as uh, I know you're dabbling, uh, in golf and things of that sort, but of course all the majors aren't going down. Are, are we, are we binge watching anything these days in the Netflix? Yeah, I'm a big, uh, Larry David fan. Oh, uh, yeah. Kirby Enthusiasm, uh, some old school Seinfeld episodes, um, The Ozarks on Netflix. Sure. Know, yeah. Uh, You're hitting all the gear. I mean, this is all, these are all the, the right answers, I think. Yeah. <laughs> you got a favorite episode of Seinfeld? I know, it's, Gee, it's a lot. That's so hard. I don't know if I, I'm not ready for that question. All right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, it's a gotcha question. I didn't realize I was coming with a lot of the hard-hitting questions for sure. <laughs> it is tough. But years ago uh, on my Twitter, I ran a 64-episode, uh, a like, uh, March Madness oh, style. Oh, oh, bracket. That's Bracket cool. for yeah. Seinfeld episodes, yeah. And I think that's, that's really cool. I don't even remember which one won. I think the contest was in the top four. Uh, the, um, the the hole-in-one where Kramer hit the, uh, the whale with the golf club. What was that episode? Uh, I don't know. See, I, even I forget. It's been a while since I watched Seinfeld. So, and I'm going to ask you your favorite Kirby Enthusiasm episode, and you're not going to – that's too many to pick from, it, from there as well. It, my favorite one is when they kill the uh, the black goose at the golf course. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't remember the name of the episode, but I love that episode. Yeah, yeah. Then they uh, – I, I do remember that one. There's a – yes. There's a lot to pick from for sure, but then I wouldn't even know how to answer that off the top of my head too. It's, it's really tricky, but, yeah. Larry David's the best, isn't he? He is. He's so good. Yeah, it's just a great. He plays. He's just a great curmudgeon. I appreciate a curmudgeon. <laughs> I don't know. That's a, and your favorite character in Seinfeld. Give me your favorite side character in Seinfeld, not the main four. Your favorite, your favorite random person that pops up. Oh man! Oh boy! It's another stumper. I'll tell you who my favorite side character on Kirby Enthusiasm is. And that's Crazy Eye Killer. That's Cousin Andy. <laughs> Cousin Andy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I, was, I was answering the question myself. My cousin Andy works as well, too. Um, yeah, I was in Ozark. Ozark's phenomenal as well. That's a, a thoroughly enjoyable show. We shouldn't give any spoilers in that because it's still pretty fresh. I was going to say, don't, don't spoil it for me. I'm not done with it yet. Oh, okay. How, how far are we in are we? I think I'm beginning season two right now. Okay. Yeah, I was not going to spoil it for you. I would. Yeah. We live in a society to, to summon uh, George Costanza. Wow. <laughs> you know, we live in a society. I'm not here. You know, I'm not here for spoilers. I've. I've unfollowed people on Twitter just for, or blocked people just for spoiling shows. <laughs> Maybe that's more my issue, which it might be. I don't know. But, uh, I mean, I don't block a lot of people. I don't, unfo- I don't just randomly unfollow. But if you're the type of person that's just going to, like, run off spoilers, just spoilers, you know, that's it. You're out. I don't need you. Is that reasonable? I don't know. I completely agree with that. <laughs> I just, I don't need that in my life. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you have a, a favorite uh, favorite concert you've been to? 
favorite music group? Not not a big concert guy. No. No. Do you care for music? I do. I like a lot of like classic rock, like Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's uh, well for multiple reasons. We're not going to see that anytime soon. Right. Uh, but there's some great stuff on YouTube for for, uh, for yes, Pink Floyd. Yep. <laughs> uh, thoroughly enjoyable as well too. Um, first, you remember the first CD you bought, or just is, music's not your thing? The first CD I bought, uh, I think I was ten years old, and I think it was a Sugar Ray Leonard, or Sugar Ray, or Sugar Ray. Uh, what was Mark McGrath? Yeah. What was his name? Mark McGrath. Okay. Yeah, I think that was the first one. <laughs> yeah, I was a. Uh, I, I was dragged to. I shouldn't say dragged to, but I was invited to a. Uh, Matchbox 20 concert that Sugar Ray was opening mm-hmm. and Sugar Ray performing. I was like, okay, whatever, I'll go. You know, Sugar Ray wasn't one of my thing, but Matchbox 20, they're fine. Rob Thomas, sure. And like, I watched the opener of Sugar Ray, and you know, and, like 30 minutes passed, an hour passed, two hours passed, and somebody comes out and says, like, yeah, drummer's sick, we gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's like, dude. <laughs> so I just got a flashback to that. And, uh, there you go. What you know, Sugar Ray. Barbara Groth is probably fine, I'm sure. He's very good at music trivia. There's a random tidbit for you. <laughs> this is what I know. I think he was good on like Rock and Roll Jeopardy or something like that. I don't know. These are the random things that are popping in my head. Um, all right. So going forward from a uh, content perspective, uh, you know, of course, we're we'll doing content here at RG once, you know, sports start up again. And we're not exactly sure what sports are we focusing on, but for sure, you're going to be all over it. Uh, what can we expect? Do you know if it's going to be video or audio or if it's going to be uh, – you're going to be doing a written content or you don't know what that is just yet? I, I, I don't know. I haven't heard anything yet. So <laughs> I, I'm hoping I'm hoping it's it's audio and podcasts, but I'll, I'm going to do whatever they need me to do. Fair enough. Um, what are we looking forward to this week? Do we play MMA? I have dabbled in a little MMA. I'm I'm looking forward to some PGA, the uh, Heritage uh, tournament, uh, starting Thursday. Yeah, I'm looking at it, and I was we were talking about this pre-show actually before you jumped on. But what is it like? Forty-four percent to first place in that money maker. Is that about right? Sounds about right. Yeah, two point two, two five. And then there's, there's Talladega this week for NASCAR, which is a really really fun race. Is that like a? I mean, I, I you know, this isn't Stevie. It's a super speedway race. It's it's one of the most exciting races of the schedule, if not the most exciting. I'm guessing you haven't looked at anything yet, yet as far as a content perspective. You have any? Do you have any first look guys you like, or anything from a NASCAR perspective, from a golf perspective? And again, I, we're recording this on Monday. So I, haven't, I haven't looked at anything yet. <laughs> I, Ricky Bobby's my guy. I think Ricky that's Bobby. the. He's a good play. <laughs> There you go. That's all I got for you. I don't have anybody else from an NASCAR perspective. Uh, for, unfortunately, well, when Stevie jumps in here, again, uh, hit up Stevie's content here at Rotor Grinders. You can find that. Everybody knows where to find that as far as uh, his NASCAR stuff. That said, uh, I do want to welcome you to RG. Welcome to the RG family, Tim. Uh, tasteful Tides. Want to get that correct? It's Tasteful Tides in the DFS world. Uh, anything else you want to say to the people, or uh, shall we step aside and get out of here? I think we're ready to go. Thank you so much, Dean. Yeah, happy to have you. Welcome to the RG family. Looking forward to your content. That is Tim Buell, a.k.a. Tasteful Tides. I was Dean. This was the morning grind. We're out of here. Holler!